Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Finally, we're back. Are we back? Yep, we're back. Sure. Apologies to all those. <clears throat> and we're back. Apparently, nobody at the degree drank any IPA. Thanks, sir. They drank all the banquet beer. Okay. It's really gets aggravating when. Uh, it's a lowbrow after shit party. keeps freaking dying on me, but we're going to just rip the audio off of YouTube. Yeah. Know. So are we back? We're good. Mm-hmm. We're live. We're live. So All right. here we go. Start it over. Got to do the freaking five, four, three, two, one, because it should, I did five, four, three, two, one, and mm-hmm. the shit went boom. So yeah, so we're not going to um, do that. This and time. I'll give everybody a premise of why we're having such freaking problems. I don't um, think they care. They don't care, but I'll, I'll <laughs> fill it out now. Um, so first, welcome to the Freemasons welcome Podcast. You want to do it? Go ahead, that. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your host, right? Worshipful Brother George Mudry. Worshipful Brother Joe. And Worshipful Brother Ken. And hopefully this thing stays working. But uh, So bless. what happened was, uh, apologies for all the uh, audio and visual and all that stuff. Um, I was going to upload the last two episodes, and I also want to apologize for the delay of uploading the last two episodes after I do my... Uh, little bit of editing and all that stuff um i went to go turn on my old shitty dell computer mm. and uh the rocco special it Dude, went you're getting it down ugats ugats <laughs> <laughs> Ugat, the damn thing wouldn't even turn you on you hear rocco in the background like ugats <laughs> <laughs> um it, it was totally dead so uh i had to nav- bring everything over here to the apple macbook that i got and uh I haven't quite, for whatever reason, it'll, and anybody who's a tech out there, please, because the robot's useless. He helps as much as he can. But Mm -hmm. um, if I turn on the soundboard, the camera won't work. And there's times where if I turn on the camera, the soundboard won't work. So Mm -hmm. it's the pissing match between the two whatever the hell out or <clears throat> inputs, whatever. They're just not working together. They're not playing nice. If you try the third input. (laughs) <laughs> they're fucking terrible. I don't know where that huh. one is. <laughs> Throw them back. So <laughs> out there that know anything about USB diagnostics with a, a MacBook, please reach out to us because I am I, I know nothing about yeah, this. Yeah, I know nothing about I mean I have a MacBook. I'm not that freaking good at it. Yeah. Um I do it for basic stuff. Um don't ask me to do anything on Microsoft Word or work either the Microsoft Office. I can't I suck. So I use that every day. Don't ask me how to do an Excel sheet. Oh, yeah. It'll look like all the Oh, I hell. can do all kinds oh, of pivot yeah, tables, bunch of macro shit. Yeah, no, freaking good. love pivot table. <laughs> anyway, um, well, this episode is 176, and we're going to be doing uh, actually Brother George Washington. Um, it, we're going to debate on whether or not this is true, accurate, work of fiction, truth, whatever, but it is in the Library of Congress. And it is uh, George Washington's Valley Forge, Forge Visions. I'm not saying uh, it's aliens, but... Well, it, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Giorgio. Anyway, <laughs> let's start off first with uh, a couple of likes. All likes. right, let's do some uh, Facebook likes. Quite a few since we uh, last read them there. So let's, uh, let's pull them up. We've got Jaron Hansen, Tim Walker, Tyler Powell, Elhuria Malls, Skylar Brown, Bradley Craig, James Erhan, David Emanuel, Jacqueline Jansen Keenan, Kelly Powell, 
Tanny GT Boss Stars. Two Z's on that one. <laughs> Garrett Thayer. J J. Mike <laughs> Sowetimans. It's spelled like he could be from uh, Iceland. Mm. So we might have reached somebody there. Antonio Torres. And I believe I already uh, read Joshua Panky last week. So that's what we've got on new Facebook likes. Mm. Over on Instagram, we've got a few. I might do a little bit of overlap here. We've got Skylar Brown, Austin Manley, James Magia, uh, Aaron Wolk, Dylan, Taylor Stringfellow. We know him. OK Traveler 93. Yikes. Ha ha. Uh, Elliot, Mar- uh, Elliot Tuck. Sorry. And uh, Spencer Miller, who we also know. Awesome. Uh, let's toast them. Uh, Brother Joe, lead it. Brother, bring into arms. To arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire, good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Apple reviews. Apple reviews. So, last one I did was uh, Wesley. Um, Crusher? Wesley Crusher. <laughs> Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> uh, this one is from uh, Prodigy Quick. Oh, no, excuse me. Let's start with this one. Uh, Skybro32. Hmm. Skybro. Uh, sounds familiar. Love hearing the history. Five-star review. Listening to other brothers from other areas is great. Y'all keep it up. With the y'all, I already know. He's from Grandview Lodge 266 in Texas. Not Dig it. Not bloomy. Not bloomy. <laughs> Thank you, brother. And also, I think we have something for Texas Masons, don't we? Yes, we do. We mm-hmm. have a pin that's up there that's uh, I haven't quite sent out yet. Uh, well, somebody, Star Mason. Surprise, we have pins that haven't been sent out by you <laughs> yet. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I got to get him to raft me. Uh, great listen, Prodigy. Quick uh, five-star review. Funny and informative. Yeah, usually at my expense. But mm-hmm. uh, Greetings from Michigan, Perry Lodge. Three uh three fifty. Mm-hmm. Another brother. Welcome, brother. And this one is from our our Discord brother. Oh boy. Anthony Vituzio, I think his name is, or Anthony I can't say Italian last names. I don't even know how to say freaking Alfonso or whatever the hell his name is. Rocco. <laughs> Alfonzetti. 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 Yeah. Um anyway, this is uh from uh, brother Anthony. These guys crack me up. Define which ones. Yeah, exactly. Some of them are more specific. Punch in the nose. <laughs> but no, seriously. Um, these guys crack me up. St- Five-star <laughs> review. The Freemasons podcast is great. A nice balance between Masonic education, uh, mm-hmm. relevant current topics, events, um, with just the right amount of breaking stones. These guys show that Masons can get the work done while also having a good time. The Patreon Discord content is well worth it. Mm-hmm. Laughs every day in between the podcast. Been quiet this week, though. And then today, today it like, picked whoa, up. Whoa. Yeah, today it just, blew up a little just bit. haven't been on. Yeah. Uh, excellent work, brothers. Keep it up. Anthony Vitoriso. I think I said it right. Tony V. I'm going hey, to Tony, Tony V. Tony V. Yeah, he's just Tony V. Fuck Tony V. Who got some? Humane uh, number 21, Rochester, New Hampshire. Very nice. Thank you all. Thank you, brothers. Yes, thank you. For uh, the five-star reviews. Keep that shit coming. I love it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Caddy, lead it. Right on. Brothers, right hand to arms. Two, Two arms. arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire, good fire. Fire all. Together, brethren. Viva, viva, viva. Uh, I think next time, next podcast, we'll save. We'll do another challenge because it Swallows yeah. up some time, and we're already delayed. So, let's get right into uh, this. Should we do that one other toast? Or are you saving that for the end? Save it for the end. Okay. Don't let me right. forget. Yep. Um, so let's get right into this. Washington's vision. Um, this particular website, I'm. And it was all that <laughs> no, keep going. It's okay. This particular website says it, uh, this work of fiction was published in 1861. Its author, Charles Wesley Alexander, published numerous allegorical stories featuring famous American figures. Unfortunately, many people have misunderstood the nature of the piece and believe that it is a genuine overview with a real interview with a real person relating his personal recollections of serving with Washington at Valley Forge. It is not. It is a work of fiction created nearly a half, nearly a century after the winter at Valley Forge. 
Um, was it though? Was it? Uh, that begins the big, great debate on this uh, particular piece. Um, uh, one is not that George Washington was bullshitting, I guess you could say, but Mm. that the author was unauthentic may be the case, but either way, uh, remember this was, this was published in 1861. And when you start to hear this particular vision, it's eerily foreboding yeah i mean even works of fiction have like a kernel of truth about them right Right. that's what makes them authentic and that's what makes people you know it makes it resonate with people so right um you doubtlessly heard the story of washington going to the thicket to pray in secret uh for aid and comfort from god true he used Mm -hmm. to do this for a famous painting showing that Uh very um an interposition of whose divine province brought us safety uh, safely through the darkness days of tribulation. One day, I remember it well, when the chilly winds whistled through the leafless trees, through the sky the cloud, uh, was cloudless and the sun shone brightly. He remained in his quarters nearly all afternoon alone. Frequently, he did this. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. uh, introspection and whatnot. We it. think of Washington as this, this guy who was like... Um, very proud and and actually he had a lot of self-doubting that he did amongst himself that he just never showed he he did a lot of his uh it was quite frequently he um went into solitude mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. if he was his own um what's the word i'm looking for joe where you're you're, you're picking yourself apart yeah self-doubt I self-doubt think, there you know, yeah there's another thing called um uh, imposter syndrome mm. where you don't feel like you should be in the position that you're in, like you're Correct. not good enough. And yeah, he introspected a lot to try so he to did, cover that. Yeah. He did a lot of this. Um, there seemed to be something on his mind uh, of more than ordinary importance returning just after dusk. He dispatched an orderly to his quarters presently. in a, after a preliminary conversation about an hour, Washington gazing upon his companion with a strange look of dignity, which he alone commanded, uh, Related the event that occurred that day, George Washington's vision. <clears throat> this afternoon, and this is something he relayed to to whoever, to the author, yeah, or somebody. Yeah. This afternoon, as I was sitting at a table, engaged in prepar- uh, preparing a dispatch, uh, a letter, if you will, mm-hmm. um, something seemed to disturb me. Looking up, I beheld standing opposite me a singularly beautiful female. So astonished was I for I had given strict orders not to be disturbed that it was some moments before I found language to inquire the cause of her presence. A second, a third, and even a fourth time did I repeat my question, but received no answer from my mysterious visitor, except a slightly, a slight raising of her eyes. By this time, I felt strange sensations spreading through me. I would have risen, but riveted gaze of the being before me rendered. You could definitely tell this is old English, and then you guys are going to pick my ass apart for this. <laughs> wait, wait, are you stating that you're better at New English? <laughs> oh, you bastard. Um, let me try this again. I would have risen, but the riveted gaze of the being before me rendered volution impossible. I volition volition. Thank you. I essayed once more to address her, but my tongue had become useless as though it had become paralyzed. Um, absent. (laughs) So let's start like, I mean, I know we're all laughing about aliens and stuff, but this is something that's even in the Bible, uh, where, and I'm not, again, I'm not saying this is true. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there, you know, that in the Bible, this also, Happened quite frequently when people were visited by angels and mm-hmm. and, and God and whatnot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, a new influence, mysterious, potent, irresistible, took possession of me. All I could do was gaze steadily, vacantly at my own unknown visitor. Gradually, the surrounding atmosphere seemed as if it had become filled with sensations and luminous. Everything about me seemed to rarefy. Rarify. Rarify. Um, the mysterious visitor herself becoming more airy and yet more distinct to the sight than before. Have you guys ever read this? 
You guys have heard no, of that? I read, I, just, it, I read it the other day when you brought it oh, up. Oh, okay. I'm just guessing based on what you're saying what the words are. <laughs> right. Nice. Your turn, Ken. You can have it. Okay. I now began to feel as one dying, or rather to experience the sensations which I have sometimes imagined accompany disillusion. I did not think. I did not reason. I did not move. All were alike impossible. I was only conscious of gazing fixedly uh, vacantly at my companion. Presently, I heard a voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. While at the same time, my visitor, it's kind of giving me freaking goosebumps. Yeah, I'm weird, uh, right? <laughs> While at the same time, my visitor extended her arm eastwardly, and now I beheld a heavy white vapor at some distance rising fold upon fold. This gradually dissipated, and I looked upon a stranger scene. Before me lay spread out in one vast plain all the countries of the world, Europe, Asia, Africa, and America. I saw rolling tossing between Europe and America, and billows of the Atlantic between Asia and America lay the Pacific. Son of the Republic, said the same mysterious voice as before, look and learn. At that moment, I beheld a dark, shadowy being, like an angel, standing or rather floating in midair between Europe and America. Dipping water out of the ocean in a hollow of each hand, he sprinkled some upon America with his right hand, while with his left hand, he cast some on Europe. Immediately, I could... A cloud raised from these countries and joined in mid-ocean. For a while, it remained stationary and then moved slowly westward until it enveloped America in its murky folds. Sharp flashes of lightning gleamed through it at intervals, and I heard the smothered groans and cries of the American people. <clears throat> Need a break real quick. Now I'm reading it along with you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. A second time, the angel dipped water from the ocean and sprinkled it out as before. The dark cloud was then drawn back to the ocean in whose heaving billows it sank from view. A third time, I heard the mysterious voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. I cast my eyes upon America and beheld villages and towns and cities springing up one after another until the whole land from Atlantic to Pacific was dotted with them. Again, I heard the mysterious voice saying, Son of the Republic, the end of the century cometh. Look and learn. At this dark, shadowy angel turned his face southward, and from Africa, I saw, well, hold on, before I get into this, so I mean, we could pretty much surmise that he's talking about the... Uh, American Revolution. Yeah, because he's going Europe, you've got France involved, you've got England involved, you've yep. got the United States, and then talking about the westward expansion. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Again, I heard the mysterious voice say, son of the Republic, the end of the century cometh, look and learn. I mean, you could even go as far as, if you don't think it's the American Revolution, could even be the War of 1812? Because, I mean, Britain was not only fighting Napoleon in, in Europe, was uh, was... Well, in it, darkness, it, but then eventually, you know, America got, you know, found its balls and decided to go after England. And now England, once they got done whooping Napoleon's ass, came looking for us. Well, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I, the first thing I thought before you, you talked about the villages popping up from, from east to west, mm. first thing I thought of was World War II because mm. you had Germany and you had NATO, right. you, your uh, allied forces pretty much are Europe and mm -hmm. America. And then you've got uh, the Pacific right. uh, theater right. on the other side, and it spoke specifically about lightning. You know the Blitzkrieg. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what initially popped in my head. But then when you right. brought in the expansion to the West, all right, let's get into. So anyway, um, uh, again, I heard the mysterious mysterious voice say, "Son of the Republic, the end of the century cometh. Look and learn." At this time, the dark, shadowy angel turned his face southward, and from Africa I saw an ill-omened specter approach our land. It fiddled slowly over every town and city of the latter. The inhabitants presently set themselves to battle array against one another. As I continued looking, ah. I saw a bright angel mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, whose brow rested a crown of light in which the trace and which traced the word union, bearing the American flag, yep. which he 
placed between the divided nation and said, remember ye our brethren. Yeah, Instantly, pretty- the inhabitants cast from their, uh, casting from their, Casting from them, down, yeah. Weapons. Casting from them, their weapons became friends once more and united around the national standard. So, I mean, you could surmise Clearly civil war. Clearly, you know, civil they're, war they're coming from Africa is the slave trade, which is ultimately what divided yeah. the nation. Remind me again. When did the civil war start? Eighteen mid eighteen hundreds. Yeah, eighteen sixty, eighteen sixty one, sixty four. Maybe come on, somebody got to be. I'm thinking eighteen. I don't have it up in front. Of me. I. Mid 1800s, yeah, mid 1800s. Let's go with it. Yeah, I thought something different when I heard that. I thought terrorists, I thought 9 11, and then I thought the unity that happened after 9 yeah. 11, where the entire country came together and rallied around. Okay, the so because that was 2000, and that was 2000, 2001. That was, yeah, it was 2001, 2001, yeah, September 11th, 2001. Um, so, so that's a little scary. If you think about it in that way. I mean, you could also think yeah. about it in two different ways, and I'll point those out right now. Uh, so I just want to be clear that, that the Civil War began April 12th, 1861. So, um, uh, thank you, Joseph Schultz. I'm, 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 I'm double screening here. So, um, yeah, it started yeah, in 1861. Funny. So you can surmise that the, the, the author of this, he probably, I don't know what time of 1861 it started. Um, well, this was authored in what? 1861. 1861. So okay. this would be the beginning of Civil War. Right. Which means he now has, even if this whole article is bullshit, yep. and Washington never said any of this. Right. He still wrote The author wrote it that we're going to put our weapons down and become friends again. <clears throat> so that's a prediction in itself, which right. is kind of curious to see what he predicts. And, and there's more. He wrote more. Oh, wait, I know. Um, I just want to also say it could also be attributed to today mm-hmm. we have a lot of racial things going on a divided nation yep. Yep. so i mean could he be talking about 1861 or 2021 no he was talking about the end of the century that's why i was thinking like 2001 africa is like kind of like the middle east well libya is technically mm. africa the, right? the country came to yeah unfortunately that came the, together after the that is the only problem with visions and in predictions right you have to they're ascribe open, yeah. open. i mean nostradamus you can throw anything at yeah. nostradamus right because they're so vague that yeah. you can kind of fit it yeah but i had a vision of love and it was all that i thought it would be I mean, yeah. we have a lot of visions here on this freaking podcast. We did a whole freaking Masonic Peppers episode. Next thing you know, yeah. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not because we're, you know, pre- presaging things. We might, I think we, we should all come in with those big wrapped headbands with the with the, the gem in the middle. I think Ken has a tinfoil hat somewhere. I do have a tinfoil hat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's continue. And I again heard the mysterious voice saying, son of the Republic, look and learn. At this, the dark, shadowy angel placed a trumpet to his mouth and blew three distinct blasts. If you notice, one thing I did notice when I was reading this, three comes up frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, or Washington had chili that night. Yeah. Or maybe it's like Monty Python in the social <laughs> Holy Grail when the angels bend over and shove the trumpet up their ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um Uh, He blew three distinct blasts, and taking water from the ocean, he sprinkled it upon Europe, Asia, and Africa. Then my eyes beheld a fearful scene. From each of these countries arose thick black clouds that were soon joined into one. Through this mass, there gleamed a dark and red light by which I saw hordes of armed men who, moving with the cloud, marched by land and sailed by sea to America. A country was enveloped in this volume of cloud, and I saw these vast armies devastate the whole country and burn the villages, towns, and cities that I beheld springing up. As my ears listened to the thundering of the cannon, clashing of sword, and the shouts and cries of millions in mortal combat, I heard again the mysterious voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. When the voice had ceased, the dark, shadowy angel placed his trumpet once more to his mouth and blew a long and fearful blast. Instantly, a light of a thousand suns shone down from above me and pierced and pierced and broke into fragments the dark cloud which enveloped America. 
At the same moment, an angel upon whose head still shone the word union and who bore our national flag in one hand and a sword in the other, descended from the heavens, attended by legions of white spirits. These immediately joined the inhabitants of America, who I perceived were will nigh overcome, but who immediately taking courage again, closed up their broken ranks and renewed the battle. <clears throat> Damn. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, Don't so that's America. heavy shit right there. <laughs> and that could be referring to 9-11. That part right there. Yeah, but I mean, he talks about it every could, but yeah. the red light coming through. Yeah, yeah, but it also says that a divided nation uniting again. Remember? Do you remember September twelfth? Do you remember how American every yeah. single oh, person yeah. was on September twelfth? Yep. The only thing is, it talks about uh, again. It talks about um, you know, that cities and villages and towns and were being smashed, and people are in mortal combat. I could be referring to right now. They could be referring to right now. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, there is no doubt that there is other national influences in the United States that want to see the top dog fall. And here we are also fighting amongst ourselves. And when you talk about the red light, that could be communism. That could be Russia. I went with that could red be light China. special. It's just yeah. where my head went. I'm sorry, I went Roxanne by the police. <laughs> yeah. Well, you went you went TLC, red That's light special. I, I love that freaking song. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you want it to um, be nice, give you the it is kind of creepy though to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's now predicting something that is yet to come. And I, I don't care who you are. I mean, whether you think it's all hokey bullshit or whatever, any prediction about the future <laughs> that is gloom and doom mm-hmm. kind of yeah, I think I like the Book of Revelation. Jesus is coming. Go and get you. You know, yeah. um, David. At the very least, though, Nostradamus, this guy. Like, there's been, and understand the majority of the people who predict things end up being wrong. But yeah. I mean, it's like it's like throwing darts at the wall. Eventually, one's going to stick, right? Eventually, but you you never know. Like, there's yeah. there's some things that uh, when I went on my monastic some things that I meditated on and some things that I wrote down in a journal that I've sealed up in an envelope and put in my fire safe at home. So make sure you get those and, and read them live on the air because there's some interesting shit in there. Hmm. It's really interesting. Stuff. So are you the soothsayer? I'm the oldest. You're Miss Cleo, aren't you? I'm just saying there's, there's some things, you, you know, you write them down, you seal them up and you put them away. And like, hey, what? Mm, time capsule. I mean, uh, even if this is like a complete <laughs> farce, it's still right. a good lesson, right? The lesson is right. basically, you know, the, the country needs to keep coming together and needs to unite when there is strife, when right. we're divided. I think that's a good lesson, um, even if you take it just at face value. Yeah, I agree. Um, still, yeah. Again, even if you don't believe Washington said this, and this guy is just writing stuff up, he's making predictions you know, again, he predicted in a sense. Well, truthfully, I mean, well, we all had an. Well, ah. is it that far fetched though? Let, let's let's well, I mean, it down. Too- is it that far fetched? Well, let's go to the Civil War one, right? If he predicted mm-hmm. that we were going to be friends again in in the Civil War uh, when the Civil War was on its onset, don't forget during the Civil War there were actually I don't remember what the hell they were called, uh, the rattlesnakes, the vipers, or something. It was a it was a group of 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 um, politicians that were actually looking to for a peace treaty so that the North and the South would be divided. There were people. Yeah. So that was a potential outcome. Right. You I mean, have had two generally, countries. Yep. generally, if he wasn't such a military dumbass and actually decided to not fight at Gettysburg with Pickett's last stand and actually used his freaking brain, he could have potentially won and right. beat the North. So we all could have been Confederate. Right. You know what I mean? So there was three potential outcomes that could have happened. So pre- to predict that four years prior, I, I'd say it's a pretty. You know, I mean, no, I mean, could have got lucky too. I mean, in, in those could, but been, you have like, a thirty-three percent chance. Think about think right. about this story in relation to. I want to shy away from religion, but it kind of has those same connotations to it. Right. Freaking Moses spoke to a burning freaking bush. Like people buy right. into that. People mm-hmm. buy into. Wait, he didn't. Well, it could have just been a redhead. <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah, but I see what you're saying. Wait, Strict interpretation. Are you propping yourself up as God? <laughs> no, I'm talking about a red bush. I know. Yeah. A fiery bush. Oh, God. Um, Here we go. Devolve quick. No, but like, you, I'm sorry, you think about things like that. You think about, you know, and I'd love to do an episode on um, the Mormons one day. I know we touched on mm-hmm. it with, with Morgan and Lucinda was tied into Brigham Young and did, we, t- did we touch on it in, in Discord, or did it turn into a spear flinging contest? I feel like it was. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Joseph Smith going in and right. finding the golden tablets and an angel appearing to him. Right. Um, is it that ridiculous? Like the the story has been told mm. throughout time. What are the, um, the three kids in? Oh Christ, Rio. Where, where's the big Jesus Rio. statue on well, the, yeah, it's on Rio the Rio Janeiro, Rio, yeah. right the, um, oh Christ there was a what do they call those kids yeah oh, they, they, where, the, um, Mary came and spoke to the three kids yeah, Somebody, yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah, in, yeah, that yeah. was in uh, uh, Portugal I believe that was yeah. um, uh, Fatima Fatima yeah. Fatima wherever yeah, Fatima Fatima Portugal this type of event has been repeated throughout history as as long as there's been historical records kept right if you believe one, you kind of got to give the other ones a chance. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I'm saying. I'm Fair not enough. saying that I, I wish it was absolutely believe I wish, in it, but I guess I wish it was written in Washington's words. Like he would have. Now, I just want to be clear. Maybe he did write this story down because a lot of the things after you know when he was gonna Martha Washington burned a lot of correspondence, especially between him and her. So, the, so I think there's only like one love letter between those two while he was at war because she burned all the stuff. But she didn't want to have it. Think of it this way: the three of us. Let's just say it's the I'm three not of us. You a love letter. No, <laughs> but if I come to you guys, I'm not somebody that's going to like publish a a book or, or look for fame or, or publicity. But I might come to you guys and go like, "Weirdest freaking thing just happened," and here's what I just experienced. I'm not going to do it, but if something happens to me down the line, you guys might be like, oh, we got to tell that story. We so, got to tell, we have to convey what Joe told us because right, okay. some of these things are happening. So that might be what this he did to this servant or whoever here's, came in. Here's another problem with that, though, okay? Because if you came up here and I was like, dude, you'll never believe what happened. And I told you that story, you'd be like, shut the fuck. Oh, thank no. you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm telling You're you, so there, there might be some tidbits in uh, my fire safe for you guys. Um, oh but they would be in my own word. But God forbid they were like. I don't, I'm just saying, like, if I conveyed a story to you guys, and at the time you thought nothing of it. But then as things started to come to fruition, you're like, oh, my God, remember that story Joe told? Yeah, me? if you told it in, like, monk robe or something. Right. I like, could do okay, that. Okay, yeah. My Jedi slash Jesus costume where it's coming up on that time of year. Oh, a little more graphics. Get us in trouble. Well, we already had freaking people on YouTube freaking calling us devil worshippers, and you all know what you're about. I'm Obi Wan Kenobi, man. Yeah. But you know what? They call us that even when we're not doing stuff. Right. Like so we that. might. I think the yeah. next time we get something like that happen, we should all just come up here and dress up like ACDC on the highway. Did you see the? Um, How did they dress in that video? I don't Why you? I don't know. Did you like see that? on Discord today how they want us to recreate? Uh, some stuff at the uh, building of King Solomon's Temple, and we could do that. We could do that. It'd be funny. It, it would be, be funny. funny. But hey, real quick, I don't mean to interrupt you here, but we've mm. mentioned uh, Discord and Patreon a few times, so I just yep. wanted to shout out that uh, you know, for for as little as five dollars a month, you can become a member of Patreon and support the show. And with that, you'll get exclusive access to Patreon content, our Discord channels, which we have a little Discord thing to unveil mm-hmm. uh, in a little bit. Uh, Holiday is on, by the way. You'll also get oh, the uh, the gold tone Freemasons podcast pin, uh, all for as little as five dollars a month. And then you may get them. You may, you know, for our premier Discordians, you may get uh, immortalized in a in a photo that's going to go up on the wall here in uh, the podcast studio, which you'll see in a little bit. Oh, gracias. Uh, all right. So let's get back into this. We'll finish yeah. this story up and then we'll uh, continue on here. So uh, the this these white spirits came down and helped the, help the inhabitants of the United States fight back. And uh, <laughs> done juice. Right. Uh, again, amid. I was more going for shaggy, but yeah. go ahead. Oh, uh, all right. Um, Again, amid 
the fear-filled noise of conflict, I heard the mysterious voice saying, Son of the Republic, look and learn. As the voice ceased, the shadowy angel for the last time dipped water into the ocean and sprinkled it upon America. Instantly, <laughs> fucking knew what? we were going <laughs> uh, to describe the gesture. Uh, we will describe the gesture. Um, the, the From... Um, Hangover. Oh, that's right, because not everybody yes. says no, it. Hangover. Oh, hangover. What's oh. his name? <laughs> what was that? Get his name. Chang? No. What the hell was the Chinese guy's name? But he does the whole... Like the rolling the dice. Rolling the dice. Rolling and the dice. Flew, mm-hmm. Letting his hand go. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he dipped his water... Same Hannibal Lecter. Not Hannibal yeah. Lecter, but the guy in the next cell did. Yes. Um... For the last time, dip the water in the ocean and sprinkle it upon America. Instantly, the dark clo- co- uh, the dark cloud rolled back, together with the armies it had brought, leaving the inhabitants of the land victorious. Then, once more, I beheld vig- uh, villages, towns, and cities spring up where I had seen them before, while the bright angel planting the azure standard, azure, azure, azure standard, he had brought in the midst of them, cried with a loud voice. While the stars remain and the heavens send down dew upon the earth, so long shall the union last. Hmm. And taking from his brow the crown on which emblazoned the word union, he placed it upon the standard while the people kneeling down said, Amen. So would it be. So would it be. Here's what I find interesting about that. Look at the some of the symbology of the Knights Templar mm-hmm. with the crown being laid on its on the cross, like on its side. Oh, yeah. Okay. Quite similar to a, I mean, if you ever look at a standard, a standard is not a flag. I want to be clear. A standard is, a, is, a, is an up and down flag, right? That's what you would call mm-hmm. a standard. Have you ever seen like the Romans when they march, you right. have the flags that go, oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're vertical rather than horizontal. Right. Yeah, that, that makes is, sense. That, that is standard, standard. The standard bearer in uh, Knights Templar. Correct. Correct. Has the banner of the commandery, the, which is vertical. Like right. That. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then he took the crown and put it on top of it. Yep. Uh, placed it upon the standard while the people kneeled down saying, Amen. If that in a Knight Templar symbology shit right there. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Um, it was 1860s. Wasn't uh, Commandery Knights Templar? Was, was that. Around in America at that time, I kind of feel like it was. Kind of feel like it was. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. I'll look it up in a minute. That'd be interesting. Uh, I don't want to add up too many screens here. Uh, The scene instantly began to fade and dissolve, and I at last saw nothing but the rising, curling vapor at which I first beheld. This also disappearing, I found myself once more gazing upon the mysterious visitor, who, in the same voice I had heard before said son of the republic what you have seen is thus interpreted three great perils will come upon the republic <clears throat> keep my comments to myself most fearful is the third <laughs> but in this great conflict the whole world united shall not prevail against her let every child of the republic learn to live for his god his land and the union with these words the vision vanished and i started from my seat. Hold on. With these words, the vision vanished, and I started from my seat and yeah. felt that I had seen a vision wherein had been shown to me the birth, progress, and destiny of the United States. Okay. Can I just interject, though? Yeah. He yeah. said, and I started from my seat. What does that mean? Started like startled, like got up. Got up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's probably just you can use nowhere in there, like, though. Old use of the word. Yeah, yeah See, you can use this is word. why I don't. Uh, I mean, you can't tell me that George Washington couldn't have dropped. What the fuck was that all about? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he wouldn't I have mean, submitted that to paper, I'm sure. No, he wouldn't have gone, but like, you know. <laughs> so I said, what the. Is? So let's break this down from two different things. Uh, first thing we'll break down is uh, if this was real, this was a Washington vision. Okay. Don't believe uh, this also is in the Library of Congress. Just want to be clear. Kind of interesting that they would put a work of fiction in the Library of Congress. I mean, there are other. I works think there of are other fiction yeah. in there too. Uh, yeah, all it's right. Not, yeah. It's just anything I mean, that's really kind of related to the, the Bible the country right. in there. Yeah. Um. First off, so let's just say, bastard. 
Um, let's just start. Subtle ones. Yeah. 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 Threw me off. Um, so let's just say, let's take this side of work. It really happened. Let's just say this is, this actually happened. Mm -hmm. How do you unpack that shit? Like, how could you imagine sitting there? You're just doodling. Ken's freaking doing robot things. Joe's doing monastery things. I'm doing crayon things. And all of a sudden, <laughs> just like that, there's a vision. Uh, Sons of the podcast. Yeah. Look and learn. <laughs> Sons of the craft. Look and learn. Like, how would you be able to keep your composure? I wouldn't. It'd probably scare the crap out of me. At yeah. first. I like, mean, it's funny because he says, I, I was like, hello, who's this female? Hello, hello, hello. Well, because at first, maybe it, it was that realistic. Realistic that you're like, somebody who like, walked into his tent. It, it would shot. scare me. I'm I'm like one of those people. Like, I love the ghost hunter shows. I love all that. But uh -huh. when I'm in, in my mother lodge, Ashley Aspatuck, and I've got to run to the other side of the room to turn the light on. I actually physically run yeah. to the other side of the room and turn the light on. Yeah, I have that problem me too. I feel bad. Um, or somebody scares me, I'm like, I fall down. Yeah. I'm like one of those freaking goats <laughs> collapses. It is you freaky, see the goats? Oh yeah, the the uh, pygmy goats. Yeah, that's what happens you, to me. If you, you scare, scare me, them, I just fall down. If you scare them, they like get paralyzed and they yeah. fall over. That's it's literally me. Yeah. So yeah. so let me ask: If this was ever to happen to you, yeah. Would you relay it to anybody? Because here's the here's the big debate. Okay, uh -huh. this guy didn't come forward and say that you know he, Washington relayed this to him until almost, I mean, 1776 to, you know, 1861. Yeah, it's a long ass time. Hundred ten years or so. Yeah. Which means that it couldn't have came word of mouth from this author. It had to have come from it's. So it's a third person account, right? Yeah, or yeah, transcribed from. Right, a first person. Account. So, if it were to happen to me, would I tell somebody? Yes, absolutely, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. Kind of like when you have a, a really weird dream, and you feel like you have to tell somebody just in case it comes true. Mm -hmm. So, absolutely, without a doubt, something like this happened to me. I would start with the premise. I can remember telling my brother a story about something that happened to me, and I started with his reply was. Do you realize that's what all crazy people say? <laughs> Son of Zanino, <laughs> look and learn. So, yes, absolutely, I would want to relay that. And I could understand me come to you guys saying, hey, keep this between us. Right. But I have to tell somebody because it was an amazing experience and a horrifying experience, whatever that experience is. And then you'd probably be like, Joe's hitting the crown again. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe you got into Rocco's stash. Like something, but if what I started to tell you started to unfold, mm. you might then say, "Hey, we got to get together. Let's. What do you remember? What do you remember? Let's start yeah, writing right. it down because what he told us yeah. is starting to come to fruition." So I kind of got a little bit more information here, and it says uh, this is actually uh, Washington's uh, vision is a narrative presented as the. 1859 remnant reminiscences of 99 year old Anthony Sherman, who was supposedly present at George Washington's army at Valley Forge uh, in the winter of 1777. Um, so this particular guy goes on to say the last time I ever saw Anthony Sherman was on the 4th of July, 1859 in Independence square. He was 99 years old. His wow. dimming eyes rekindled. Uh, yeah, moving on. I'm looking for the guy who supposedly... So it happened on July 4th. This guy relayed the story. What a mm. better time. And think about, you know, if I wanted to make an argument for this, yes, this did happen, I'd say, think about ex the Battle of Valley Forge. How bad a shape the Continental Army was mm -hmm. in then. People wanted to just desert and go home. So, what would for what what would convince you at that point with, with defeat imminent, mm -hmm. convince right. you to push on um, and, and continue the fight to the point where the tide of the, the whole war turned at, at Valley Fort. A vision by your so, leader. So this guy... Vision, it's some kind of divine intervention, yeah. right? Well, I mean, look at the Emperor Constantine. That's how he... He's, that's what he basically said to that helped the Romans uh, win the battle against, I don't know, was it Thracians or something like that. But anyway... Um, 
teeny vision in the sky, and that's where you get in hoc signal winkies. Yep. Yeah. He said he seen the 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 cross in the sky, and we'll get into that in a minute. That's a story to... that's repeated throughout history too right. by right. various um, leaders. So, so Fatima. Yep. The same. Yep. This was Charles Wesley Alexander, who said that he heard it from Anthony Sherman. Right. Who heard it so. Uh, unfortunately, heard it from Washington. Washington. So it's like fourth hand. Right. Um, as for Emperor Constantine, you, you have to understand, though, leaders will do, sir. I think you just kind of said that you, leaders will do certain things to motivate their men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, one of the, because morale will crush an army like that. Absolutely. Um, and for instance, and it was certainly a problem in yeah, Valley Forge. Valley Forge. And, Forge, and you're talking 17, you know, late 1700s. They're God-fearing people. Oh yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. So if your general comes to you and says, "Again, I'm not, I'm not mm -hmm. saying it to discount it or to prove it, right, right. but if you're, if you word gets out amongst the, the group that Washington, who was greatly respected at the time, mm. wow, there was some kind of divine intervention thing here. He actually spoke right. to, you know, some higher being. Yeah, let's let's. Right. Let's keep pushing on. Let's keep fighting. No, and there's a great line in the movie 300 when Leonidas is talking to uh, the king of Persia, Darius, or Xerxes, excuse me. Mm -hmm. And it's he says, the lash they fear most. No. It's my divine power. Yeah. But those yeah. are the two things that motivated an army. Yeah. Military, you know, uh, discipline. Military discipline. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing is morale. And it's absolutely true that, you know, in the case, in the case of Emperor Constantine, he, his, well, he did it. Twofold. One, it inspired his army. And two, he also had a whole bunch of Christians that were destroying freaking Rome, basically. Well, so all of a sudden, magically, I'm saved! I yeah. found Jesus! Yeah, and exactly. then all of a sudden, now the emperor, and no one's going to go against the emperor, right? right? And now you've just, in a sense, reassembled your empire right. under a new under found a religion. Yeah. And throughout yeah. history. And saved your empire. Throughout yeah. history, whether the the intent was was right or wrong that mm -hmm. belief that you had the backing of a divine power right. gives you credibility dro drove everything i mean some so of the most extreme terrorists oh. believe that the jihad is is in the book yeah. and this is what they have to do 70 virgins in heaven. it's an extreme interpretation of the quran <clears throat> right but that's when you think God is on your side. Uh -huh. It's a prime motivator. Yeah, it's a huge motivator, yep. especially if you're if that's part of your culture. Yes, God fearing you know. people. Yep. You have. Uh, let's look at the Crusades. They got into Antioch. I don't remember who the hell the the, the one of the um, monks was or whatever. But he ran into the church, shut the doors behind him, started magically digging in this freaking cathedral or this this church, and all mm. of a sudden. The spear of destiny, I found it. Yeah. Oh, the armies were all right. freaking. It yeah. remotivated. And that's it why. And that so. is why, you know, you take some some not so good leaders or some people like Adolf Hitler mm -hmm. looked for those type of artifacts Absolutely. to back have his cause to have that credibility. Yeah. Well, that is also why you have now two technically spear, well, three spears of destiny. One doesn't even look like a spear. Where that's it's in Armenia, but you got the Vienna one. And then There's you have another one right. that's an exact replica. Yeah. Right. So which and one's it's, real? It's it's all, you know, it's right. all kind of say, oh, we got the real thing. You know, yeah. and people surround around that. And well, it's like back in uh, about 10 years or so ago, Tim Tebow, playing for the Broncos at the time, prayed to God to do well in the playoffs. And then Tom Brady said, I'm busy right now. I can't take your call. This is crazy. If we're operating under the assumption that this was legit, okay, and that uh -huh. and that George Washington, let's just assume that define legitimacy. Have, it actually okay. happened, yeah, it's, or it's, George Washington used this to motivate his army. Let's operate under the assumption that it did. That happen. there was some type of supreme being that intervened, right. and or I believe that, in angelic visions. I do believe that right. or that he at least believed. At least that, that it he believed that's what right. he saw. Right, right. He George, may have gotten to the Rocco stack. George Washington <laughs> being the 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 wise man that he was, and he's well reputed for this. I'm sure he would consider it and say, okay, this just happened to me in this tent. Do I want to use it to try to motivate my troops? 
Right. Mm, there might, I mean, there might be some merit to that. There might, but he's also, you know, keep in mind he's a very moral person. He's right? a moral and pious man too. So like, he's not going to use it to his own advantage or to, you know, for his own personal ends. He would, he might use it to. I do have a counter to this. Reinvigorate though. his troops, and then I have something to counter your counter. Right, but are, are you as George Washington going to commit that down to paper? You have to understand, though, Washington... I would say probably not. No, probably not. Washington was a military man, right. and he was fairly well... I mean, I know people say, oh, he got his ass kicked. Yeah, but he stayed in the fight, and he didn't get his ass kicked every single battle. Yeah, he got. You know, he was getting banged around. Don't forget, he he's also marching years. around with a freaking army full of civilians that volunteers. he had to train Correct. from ground floor. Untrained volunteers. There were trained volunteers. Some so, had fought for the British during the French mm-hmm. and Indian War, but... Mm-hmm. For the most part, you had farmers. Yeah, fighting there were a lot a that were just conscripted. You had cabbage farmers fighting a war. Right. Yep. Here's the thing. All right. So, and I gotta pee. He was Joe's gotta pee. He was a pious man. He was a good guy. He was a he was an upstanding moral person. Yes. But don't ever forget, he was America's best spy. He had the mm-hmm. Cobra Ring, which was yeah. fantastic. And everybody knows the art of war is deception. Yeah, he wasn't necessarily like the mastermind he, behind that. He set up but, the culprit. Yeah, he did. He set up the culprit. Ring. So that is a deceptionary thing. So which isn't not really moral if you want to go the whole moral compass thing. He it was his very very great psychology that he employed. Right. And right. if he and knew that psychology, yes. and he knew that it's we're in the freaking Valley Forge freezing right. our balls off, right. and the army's walking away. Yeah, and I have a divine vision. I see this. We're going to win every war in America. See, uh, that's that's kind of my people point. people are like, oh my God. But let me offer that's this. That's kind of my point. I wouldn't set my, if I were Washington, I wouldn't set myself up, self up as a prophet and like commit it down to paper and be like, however, oh, no. right? But, you but know, I, I might let it slip to my troops. But, the, but see, here's yeah. the thing. The best way to, to do that is to only do it to your immediate circle and then let that shit filter. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. And here's what we got. Somebody third hand writing something. Because what is on the... Um, on the ceiling of the Capitol of Rotunda. <laughs> it's, it's a George is too busy choking. <laughs> too fucking easy. YouTube over here. It, it's a painting. I believe it's on the Capitol Rotunda. Of it's called, and I'm going to butcher this word. The probably. Apothecary of Washington. Yes, I was going to say the apotheosis, but yeah, the apothecary, which is the process of a mortal. I think it's a pharmacy or a something. A mortal becoming a god. Oh, it's apotheosis. Apotheosis. Yeah, so, no, apothecary uh, is like where you... Apotheosis. Which is... So clearly there was this perception of Washington that he was almost like a, a go-between between man right. and God. Oh, yeah. Right. And a story like this, as it got around, as that the, the story or legend, whatever myth, whatever you want to call it, gets around... That feeds into that. Yep. So clearly, there was an event that happened that made people look at George Washington as divine in some way, and going mm-hmm. from mortal to to godlike. Mm-hmm. You know, and they they memorialize that in the yeah. Capitol building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's 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 something to that. I think. I, I mean, and I got the Sandlot. I got to be. The Sandlot. No, do what you you got know. the Sandlot, right? Sandlot, like the movie with the kids. You are oh, remembered, man. but legends never die. No, yeah, yeah, that's true. True. They do occasionally have to pee. That's true. They're they're men, just like you and I. So I don't that's, know. That's interesting, though. It's a good. That's it's a cool a, interpretation of it. Like he was, he was elevated to like the uh-huh. status of deity. Absolutely. And it pretty much happened in like the mid eighteen hundreds. Like that was kind of like the revival of George Washington and rally behind the banner and. I, I, I like. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, I, as I mean, to whether it actually happened to him. Now, mind you, mm-hmm. okay. Part of that that um, being elevated to deity also has to fall on the fact that uh, you're not a piece of shit. Oh yeah, and because he, he was a pretty good guy. He was a good guy, and again, goes, yeah. he had the Continental Army, right? Mm-hmm. And what did he do with it? He surrendered it. And then he went back to Mount right. Vernon, and he went back to doing whatever he was doing. Yeah, he said, and no, they I don't came be... looking for him <clears throat> to yep. say, "Hey, we need your help. We need you to be the president." Nope. So, so he didn't want to be a leader after the revolution. He didn't want to be a leader in masonry. He refused, you know, offers of becoming grandmaster. Uh-huh. That's correct, right? 
Yes, he, he did. I don't think he so, even wanted to be master. He never even wanted to be master. master like, voted yeah, it was just Brother George Washington. Like Alexandria. It's a pretty humble man, right? Uh, Worshipful Brother Joseph Schultz. They have a statue of Washington posing like a Greek god. Yes, it's the. Yep. It's almost Baphomet like too. Why you gotta say shit like that? No, because it is. Look what you did. Look what you did. Algorithms are gonna pick up on that. No, but but it was a Carly Franz coming out of the woods. Jesus, what's this? One second, we're gonna do that. One second. Um, I just want to say, worship brother Joseph Schultz. I have seen that. I think that's in the Washington Masonic Memorial. Yeah, it's a it might be, yeah, the one where he's mm-hmm. like... Yep. Uh, he's got yeah. like a toga over him. He's they, got a sword yeah. in one hand and his other if they hand. ever make a statue memorial of me, it's going to be in the Captain style. Morgan pose yeah. with no pants on. Okay. I think it would be more along That's the lines... Also how, that's oh, also yeah. how I want to be taxidermied, by the way, too. I think it's going to be more along the lines of a garden gnome, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the size we're looking at. There's <laughs> actually a really cool... Uh, uh, very similar statue of Ben Franklin inside the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia, mm. where mm-hmm. he's in this giant. Yep. It's actually more reminiscent of the Lincoln Memorial, right. but it's it's just oh, uh, yeah, beautiful, okay. absolutely beautiful. I think like it's very it's very cool because like if you go back to like other like civilizations and times, they they immortalize their own leaders and rulers. It's really cool that we could actually look back mm-hmm. in like, well, in 200 years from now, people are still going to be immortalizing those men for what they did. In Can certain societies, because he's a robot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll be there. I His battery's got another 400 years after that. <laughs> in some societies, you know, leaders were gods, right? Because you had the god king kind of thing where they were half deity, and that was just yep. the way it was, right? It wasn't right. about being elevated to it. Like, they were born that way. Mm-hmm. So when it happens like this, kind of naturally, where somebody right. who's as humble as George Washington gets elevated to like the level of, you know, not necessarily a deity, but pretty damn close, right. like close to God. That's so again, I'm th- I'm thinking of like cool. Julius Caesar. Friend, he was country. he was immortalized. He was made a god in in so many yeah. words. Like you still, you I mean, had statues of him. Ruled, he ruled under the power of God <clears throat> as an emperor. Right, you had so like Augustus he already Caesar. had something going for him. Right. Augustus Caesar, yeah. like these are all people that are you know immortalized throughout time. Leonidas, we were mm-hmm. just talking about him. Like these are people that have been immortalized over time. Just they were what's his name in a second. Holiday. Uh, tell us your thoughts. Uh, like subscribe, smash that like button, yeah. comment, hit that subscribe. Let us know what you think about the story. Comment. Ring that bell. Real you fake? Ring my bell. Was it really fake? Yeah. Um, and the the reason why I say that is because, you know, this, we just discovered the three ways it could have been used. Yep. Could have been just some guy who was, oh, I heard a story about Washington, who was just doing yeah. it to get his own PR. Yeah. Two, did Washington actually see this happen and this actually could have happened? Or three, was it used as a motivation for his troops? Propaganda. Propaganda. Yeah. The, the, my big question is, so if this guy didn't publish this until 1861, mm-hmm. how much money was made off of it? Mm, good question. That's that's follow the money. Uh, follow the if the guy made a fortune off of show it. Show me the money. And I don't question his motives. There, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of kind of like George Washington worship going on at that time in the country. He might have just been yeah. Like, you're coming a, up on the hundred year anniversary. Of, yeah, who yeah. was like, oh, I just want to like show my love for George Washington. Like it may right. not have been a money making scheme, but yeah, if there was money Could've made off pride. of it, Could've yeah. been, no, if there was money to be made off of it, I would. Uh, question some motives but. absolutely correct all right the big unveiling oh god the reveal so should i uh sneak around and get it close to the uh, uh, should preface this with this is so a, i'll tell the back I'll, I'll give it to, ten, to ken to go put in front of the camera also this is why you have to subscribe to us on youtube people so a few episodes ago uh we read a review from holiday see i just want to say before you put that up there, this is a proof that this is not my show. <laughs> because having this... Oh, God. This was me. This was all me. This was all... No, no, not yet. No, let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. So, Holiday wrote this this beautiful review of the show. Um, because we George freaked out because we got a one-star review. You freak out. We freaked out. I have transcripts. It's all over Discord. We have transcripts, which you would see for as little as $5 a month. 
Um, so Holiday writes this glowing review, and we're like, hey, we should send him a T-shirt. And then it became, hey, we should send him a green T-shirt because he's part of Gang Green, which is a, a subset of the Discord channel. And then it became, then I think I'm I might have said something of, yeah, let's, I'll send you a shirt, but you got to like cut it into a half shirt and pose. And then there was the discussion of the, okay, well, make it like a George Costanza pose on the couch type of thing. Holiday took the challenge and said, you send me the shirt, I'll do it. So then I got called out. I had to contact Mrs. Rafferty. I had a special green Freemasons podcast shirt made up and custom. Only one exists. I sent it to him. Holiday, not not going to be one-upped, sent a photo, took the picture and sent the photo of him in the Costanza pose. Me, not being one-upped, took that picture and made it into an 18 by 24 canvas print that is going to hang in the studio, I think above uh, Australia? Next to Australia. I wouldn't do that to Australia. Somewhere up there, maybe next to Iceland, but now, for the first time, you are going to see, and Ken, before you show the picture, show the backing, show the quality of this canvas art print that we, we've got and gentlemen here. who are watching, this is why we practice temperance. There's no, there should be no one upping one another, but here we are. But here we are, and show the damn picture. And we us. win. So, and, and I'm going to give you a countdown. No, it's already, you can three. already see it on so the camera. Three, He's in the, he's inside two, the first lens. One. Show the picture, Ken. Jesus Christ. There it is. That's that's our boy. And I love the uh, imperial symbol tattoo on the forearm. Love that as a piece. But this will be... Uh, this is going to be hung up next to probably like near the Gideon t-shirt and and whatnot. But uh, there we go. Here's to our Gangrene. Show. So Here's if anybody wants show. to know uh, the a representative sample of gangrene... There you are. Shane's already on his way. The podcast handler is already on his way. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, that's quality print. Quality print. <laughs> All right. And boys. I think on that note, we got to shut it down. Not yet. We have a toast to do. Oh, yes, we um, do. We recently lost a brother of Connecticut Grand Lodge, uh, Frank Mangerio. Yeah. Associate Grand Associate Tyler. Grand Tyler. Um, Head of the CT chip program, which is a child identification program, the most comprehensive in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, past master of uh, Anawan Lodge in Milford. Yep. And all around great guy. Great yes. Mason. Great guy. Uh, took a lot of time to help people, brothers, uh, even people he didn't know that well. He, he was just that kind of guy to, to extend... Uh, a helping hand and, and do he was a member of the shrine, the grotto, Scottish right, York, right? He did he did everything. But he was a good man. He yes. was a great man. Services are gonna be on Tuesday. Uh thank you, Chris. Uh between nine to twelve PM. Mm. So uh Tuesday, nine to twelve. Um but uh with that let's do a toast. Why don't you uh, lead this to, one? To brother right washer brother Frank Mangerio. Um, I'm hoping that there is some sort of a uh, GoFundMe page or something that uh, we can donate to. And if that's the case, if you guys can find out. I'll keep you posted. I talked to April. Blast it all over Facebook. Uh, I'll find yeah. out from April. Yeah. Help and, out the uh, kids or something. Blast it all over our Facebook page, and we will put it in, uh, on the um, podcast yep. uh, next time Absolutely. for anyone who wants to donate. So, uh, brethren, right hand to arms. To arms. arms. Ready. 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 Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brother. Viva. 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 Alas. Alas. Alas, my brother. That was kind of weird that somebody was hitting the horn in unison with our... Three times. Yeah. We had a brother... uh, Must have been a brother out there saluting. Somebody out there. Rafferty out there listening? I don't know if it's the burger. Double hands. It's got to be Rafferty. I mean, you know? That would be Rafferty. That's pretty. So. What do you want, you freaking ogre? Oh my yeah, god! He did. He really did. How did he do that? 
There's a delay. How did he time it like that? He's good like that. Probably because he seen my hands go up like Was this. that Rafferty? That was Rafferty, yeah. Oh, my God. As you often heard at a Masonic service, alas, alas. Yes. Alas, alas my brother. My brother. Till we meet again. Till we meet again. Rafferty's a creepy bastard who does that. Just randomly pops up outside the window yeah, all yeah. the freaking time. Does it at my house all the time. <laughs> he picked the perfect time to do it. All right. Let's shut it down for the Freemasons podcast. I am right, Worshipful Brother George Marjorie signing off. Worshipful Brother Joe signing off. And Worshipful Brother Kent signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. I gotta pee. Good night, brothers and friends. I gotta pee.